I left last week's sermon message, you know, speaking as much to myself as all of us, thinking about like the sections of wall that we're each called to build and feeling I'd like to give us a practical exercise to help us kind of discover what our section of the wall is. It's theoretically good to know that we'll each have something that God's calling us to, but what does that actually look like? And there are spiritual practices of listening, of letting the Holy Spirit lead us. There are scriptures that talk about the Holy Spirit putting God's will in our hearts and minds. And we need that right now. We need a, okay, God, now what for me? And it can be small things, it can be big things. We don't really care, we just want it to be God's thing. So that's where we start with Ephesians, but that's going to be kind of a jump-off point. Um, the bulk of our conversation today is going to be workshopping a way for us this morning, right here together, and everyone, from the youngest to the oldest, to say, all right, God, what are you calling me to do? What are you calling me to in this season of life? And that's uh, a new season, so I feel like it's great to be asking that question fresh uh, from the beginning of that season. So all you need is a blank piece of paper and a pen and the Holy Spirit. With those three things, I believe this morning could be a very practical way for us to kind of have an experience. I want to, it's almost like where freedom in Christ is planning to have an experience, an encounter with God that centers around freedom. The conversation that I want to have this morning is to gather around God in a conversation that centers around calling mission. So it's very much a let's sit and let's hear the Holy Spirit speak. I have, um, for a couple of different times in our time this morning, I've found some prayers from saints that have passed on before us that were part of the monastic tradition. And we're not a monastic style of worship ourselves. So you're fortunate. You don't need to wear robes. don't need to have like vows of silence and chastity and poverty. Although all of those things at times are good, right? To exercise self-control and discipline in all areas of life is a beautiful and freeing thing, actually. Um, but some of these prayers from people who have dedicated their lives to listening to God in special ways, I thought their prayers kind of reflected that depth of insight. And so I'm going to read them to us and pray them for us at a few points during our service today. I'm happy to pass them on to you as well if you'd like to have those prayers for praying on your own. Um, but this is, where, this is where we are this morning. I, I would love nothing more than for each of us to feel like we heard from God individually. And that on that piece of paper, which is blank right now, by the time we walk out of the doors, <laughs> you know, like a half an hour from now or something, the words on that page were put there by the Holy Spirit. And then you have this thing, you take it with you, you, you pray into this thing. I'm not going to tell you what to write on it, I'm going to give you ways to think through it. And um, we'll see what God puts on that paper and hopefully how he leads us as a result. So let's just take a moment of silence and then I'll read Ephesians chapter 1, 15 through 23. But let's center our hearts. If you're thinking about lunch, if you're thinking about your bills, if you're thinking about kids, you're thinking about whatever... Take a moment to just clear your mind and just think about Christ for a second. Please 
listen and, and make this prayer your own as I read it to us. This is a prayer for discernment by Vasily Drostov Filaret. O Lord, I do not know what to ask you. You alone know my true needs, and you love me more than I even know how to love. Enable me to discern my true needs which are hidden from me. I ask for neither cross nor consolation. I wait in patience for you. My heart is open to you. For your great mercy's sake, come to me and help me. Put your mark on me and heal me. Cast me down and raise me up. Silently I adore your holy will and your inscrutable ways. I offer myself in sacrifice to you and I put all my trust in you. I desire only to do your will. Teach me how to pray and pray in me yourself. Amen. Amen. Let's read Ephesians 1, 15 through 23. And... Um, Think about the concept of God opening our eyes. This is where we begin. Paul writes to a church he loves. I get to read this to a church I love. These are my thoughts as closely as they could be his thoughts. Um, these are for us, for you. God's word for you this morning. Ephesians 1.15, For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you? And what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might? That he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. May God give us eyes in our hearts, enlightenment, wisdom, knowledge, to know him, his greatness, our inheritance, this calling not only in the age to come, I'm going to flip it the way I say it, not only in heaven, but now in the age here. God's at work in both places. He's at work in this age. And he'll be fully at work with no limitations, no opposition in the age to come. I found an interesting thing as I was looking up the word calling, because I wanted to talk about calling and where God's calling us. I found that most of the times where I found it in Scripture, there's only one calling, and it's just the call to follow. Like, I use that word in my vocabulary more as like calling and vocation, and um, God's called me to a ministry, or kind of like moment by moment, case by case. But a lot of time, when the Bible uses it, it just says, like, love your calling. You're called to be of God. So in a way, it made me feel like there's only one call. Follow Jesus. That, that is the call. 
but that's not specific enough to be very helpful. Like, how does that apply to us with our kids? How does it apply to the jobs? Like, follow Jesus. We have to know where he's leading. So the ability to have a calling is determined by our ability to listen. And no one can tell this to you. I cannot tell to you what the Holy Spirit wants every one of you to do. You have to listen. This is your work. Work out. Make your calling and election sure. Work it out with fear and trembling. You're called to follow Jesus in all the places you are. For our graduates in the new season. For wherever. So I encourage you not to limit the word calling to what's God calling me to do? Is he calling me to a soup kitchen ministry? Is he calling me to a foster care ministry? That's, that's too narrow. He's calling you to follow him. And as your seasons in life change, change, that calling will look differently because you're needed to be a different person in that time. You know, when you have infants in the house, you're called to be a certain thing. When you have grown children out of the house, you're called to relate to them in a different way. But the calling would be reflect God to your children. You better do that differently to an 18-year-old than a two-month-old, which means we have to change. Same calling. Be a godly parent. How? That's why we're doing what we're doing today. So take your blank piece of paper. I'm going to grab myself a pen. And across the top, to give you an idea of how to space this out, we're going to have a title, we're going to have a big circle, and then we're going to have two lines down here at the bottom. So write a title at the top and leave the rest of the page blank. Write the phrase, where am I heading? Where am I heading? All right. Where am I heading? And I'll do the same. We're going to do this together. And there's going to be times where we huddle with the three or four people around us. There's going to be times we just sit and pray. But where am I heading? All right. Where am I heading? This has a big picture question that I want to address, even though I know I'm talking mostly to believers here. Like, we're either heading to heaven or hell ultimately, every human on earth. So that's like where we should start. And if we're not sure, if you're not sure, if the people who are not sure where you're heading in the big picture, this whole secondary conversation about where you're heading today is not the point. If anyone here is not sure if they died this very moment that they would see God's face in glory, you have to be sure of that before anything else in Christianity makes sense, before the Bible starts making sense, before you can hear what God's going to say to you. So... Please have confidence in that part of the question before we talk about the day-to-day application, right? Paul says, both in this age and the age to come, know what's happening in the age to come and have confidence that God loves you and that you're forgiven, that you trust that Jesus has got you and you're living for him. Like, that's the gospel. And that guarantees the age to come. But okay, so then we just do whatever we want for this age? No, not at all. Not at all. So here is where we begin the process of discernment. Draw a pretty big circle. All right? Something like that. And write an N up here, an S down here, an E over here, and a W. Kind of make a compass for yourself. Give yourself north, south, east, west. All right? And then draw, draw a Y in the middle of it. All right, put a dot in the middle and connect it, make a Y. This is the basic tool we're going to use this morning as we listen to to the Father. What's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God. 
Let's say it together. Everybody. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength and love your neighbor as yourself. So, in this top third, write the word God up at 12 o'clock, right on that line. Um, they make this his category. Here, put others or people or neighbor. And here, put us or me or myself. This is God. Love God. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. These are the three categories. So I'm going to put God, people, and myself. start with God. You're not going to make sense to you until you understand the Father. Always start with God. You have a problem? Bring it back to Him. Come back to Scripture. Come back to Christ. Come back to that starting point. It makes things become clear as you go. So we're going to start as we work our way through this. We're going to go clockwise. We're going to start at the top with God. And I'd like to just Speak out loud. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit put whatever thoughts come into our mind. I want to just shout them out as they come to mind so we can all get ideas together. What are the ways that God is in your life? What are the God parts of your life? So now you know we're going to talk about other people. So you don't need to list them now, people that come to mind. You don't need to list the things about yourself that God puts on. Just strictly you and God, me and God. What are the God elements of our lives? It can be anything. Right. Prayer. Perfect. You're getting us started on this thing. Let's get the ideas going. So prayer fits into the God piece of our lives, an important God connection. What else is part of this God piece of our life? Serving. Serving. Um, yes. I think we could put that in God. That also might go with people. So if you want to go ahead and put it down with the people section, we can hold that thought for later as well. Corey. Scripture. Bible. Yeah, I think that goes straight in the top. Yep. What are the ways that we connect with God? What is the time we spent? Study. Good. Study. Got to learn. How else do we connect? Meditation. Meditation. Excellent. Excellent. What else? Worship. Worship. Yes. 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 How else do we connect with God? Listening. Perfect, perfect. There could be a hundred of these, and I hope there are. Just write them small. Go out of the lines if you need to. Let's just put down everything. How do we relate to the Father? What does your faith look like? What are the important pieces of it to you? What do you love about Him? Grace. Grace, right. Good. Grace. Dreams. Dreams. All right, I could see that fitting into a couple of categories. Let's put it in the God category. He gives us dreams. What else? Really just like stop for a second here and recognize we're trying to help open ourselves up to God's spirit in this moment. This is not a pro and cons list. This is not brainstorming. This is not a scrum board for those of us that love our scrum boards. 
This is Holy Spirit. Speak to me. Because as we look at these things at the end, there are going to be specific things in this box that are the words that God is speaking to us this morning. Of these, there will be a few that stand out. So Holy Spirit, what do you want us to know about our relationship with God? Sally. Obedience. Obedience. Good. Good. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Yes, that's so key. You see, that's how you relate to God, right? (laughs) In forgiveness, that's the path, but that's also forgive as I have forgiven you. Yes. Growth and transformation. Growth, transformation. Um, Maybe you could put transformation, but I think the growth might be in the people side of things. That's how it relates to us. So even transformation, maybe. If you feel like that's something God's leading you to put in that section, absolutely, it's from Him. Um, but some of these will feel like fit in other categories as well or in addition. Yeah. Say again. Thankfulness. Thankfulness. Okay. Being still. Stillness. Good. Being still. Meditation. Meditation. Yep. Yeah. Good. Yep. Love. Love. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Put that in the heart, right? How do you relate to the Father? What are His attributes that you love the most? When you're at your weakest, what do you come to Him for? Hope. Purpose. Good. Purpose. Songs. Yeah. Singing. Songs. Guidance. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, yes. Yes. Yes, right, right. Without that top third of our circle here, all you got is us and other folks. That's lame. No supernatural. Holy Spirit, expand our minds. Do you think that... We have about 15 things. Do you think these are the 15 things that fully satisfy our relationship with God and fully describe who he is? No. How many do you think we should probably need? A bazillion, right? Uh, we need a bigger piece of paper. Oh, we need a bigger piece of paper, right. So keep thinking, keep digging. Holy Spirit, what do you want us to be thinking about this morning? The easy answers come first. The better gems are buried deeper. What is it about God and us? Limitless. Limitless, good, good. Trust, good, good. Gentleness, gentleness. Good. Say again. Confiding, confiding in him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. My my cup runneth over. <laughs> I'm spilling out of my circle. This is good. We should. This is the love we have for God. Everything else comes from this list. Everything. 
all the things that are missing in us and in other people, they're going to find their purpose and their source in the God piece of the puzzle. We could truly worship Him by just listing these attributes for hours. This is God. What else? Joy. A few more. What? Joy. Joy. Good. Good, 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 good. Set apart. Set apart. So that's holy. I'm going to put holy. Set apart. Confidence. Good, good. He knows me. Hmm. Being known. Excellent. Three more. Three more. Peace. Peace. Omnipresent. Omnipresent. One more. He's got a good one. What's that? Perfection. Perfection. Beautiful. And if you think of more, please write them down on yours. This is us helping each other, but we don't need each other for this. We need the Holy Spirit for this. Now we apply that question to this. Where am I heading? You are either heading toward some of these things or away from some of these things. We are in motion in our lives. Are we heading towards confidence or are we slipping away from it? Are we heading towards obedience or are we heading away from it? Are we heading towards the supernatural or are we heading away from it? Heading towards trust? Are we heading towards thankfulness, service, meditation, dreams? Are we heading towards the Bible? Are we heading towards prayer? Are we heading towards love? This is our direction. We need to be pursuing these things. You cannot just know about these things. They do not just happen because we understand them. They happen because we act upon them, because God's wanting to do something. And the reason these specific words came up this morning is because we prayed and asked God to tell us where he wants us to head. So I promise you, in this list that we just came up with, there are things that God wants you to walk towards and me to walk towards. And it's the root of everything else. So if more come to mind, great. We're going to shift our focus. We're going to go to the second section and we're going to do the same thing again. We are called to love our neighbor as ourselves. So in this section, you don't need to share a lot. If you can think of the name of a particular person who you consider your neighbor, someone you're caring for, someone you love, a literal neighbor, write down that name. That'll be for you. But if you can think of things that apply to all people, all neighbors that we can all then share those aloud, what is the people piece of our lives? Witnessing. Witness. Good. Evangelism, witnessing. Yep. Yep. I'm going to put listening again. It fits for people the same way it fits for God. Fellowship. Fellowship. Good. Yep. Relatability. Say again. Relatability. Relatability. Yes. 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 Serving. How do we love people? Patrice, how do you love people? Oh. Feed them. Feed them. Food. <laughs> right? That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Love your neighbor. Meeting Feed them. Meeting needs. Yeah. Yep. Meeting needs. Compassion? Was that? I didn't know who said it. Yeah. Compassion. Yeah, yeah, Sarah. Great. Meeting needs. There you go. That's a keeper. Two for meeting needs. What else? Yeah. Non judgmental. Non judgmental. 
Sure. Yep. Non-judgmental. I might want to copy the grace one down again, too. That goes with that, right? Living in grace towards others. Is this similar to non-judgmental? Connecting. Good, yeah. Yeah. This could be the people in your family. This could be people that are unsaved. It's just people. Your neighbor is a big category. Neighbor is anybody that you come across. The Good Samaritan is just walking down the road. It was a stranger. How do we love? We have to do this list. The greatest commandment. Love God. Love neighbor. Love ourselves. Kindness. Kindness. Yes. Oh, I want to put um, Bible in this category as well. I think there's nothing more loving than sharing something true with someone from Scripture. You give them more than your advice could ever amount to, and it could last with them and change a life. I think we need to love people by sharing the Bible with them. What sacrifice? Yeah. Just pay the cost. Sacrifice for others. Yep. Sharing burdens? Hmm, yeah, sharing burdens. Being sensitive to the spirit? Hmm, sensitive to the spirit. Okay. Ah, there you go. I like that. I like that. So valuable right now. So valuable. You really give a precious thing. Yeah. Being aware and noticing others. Good. Noticing them. Yep. I'm going to put on mine complimenting. I think that's a way to show love. It doesn't have to be flattery. It can just be a true compliment. And that builds people up. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, two more. Hugging come. Say again. Hugging come. <laughs> Ellen has the spiritual gift of hugs. Put it in there. It's so good. It's so good. All right. In this list, we are either heading towards these things or we're heading away from them. If the people around us need all these things and we're not offering them, then we're not pursuing these things in ways that we could. We're not actively loving. We're like theoretically, hypothetically loving our neighbor. This is rubber meeting the road kind of thing. This is the nitty gritty of what it looks like to actually love people. This is beautiful. And somewhere in this list of things, there is a word or two or a few that God wants you specifically and me specifically to say, that's for me. I need to be heading in that direction. 
but sometimes we neglect ourselves. It kind of comes across as like a, a spiritual feather in your cap if you don't ever think about yourself, if you always put others first, and if you're burnt out and depressed, but you muddle on and fight the good fight despite it all, instead of recognizing that God loves us as well, cares about our health. He's a holistic kind of God. He made us body, soul, and spirit. So it is important for us to love ourselves, not to the exclusion or to harm of others, but to value that he sent his son to die on the cross for us. We are very precious to him, and he made us with purpose and beauty. What are the ways that we love ourselves or that we should, even if we don't? Rest. Rest. Yep, that's Sabbath. That's built into creation. That's built into the law. Even Jesus, rest. How do we love ourselves? Boundaries. Boundaries, right. What else? Denying yourself, does that fit in? Yeah, deny, self-denial, absolutely. A related one would be self-control. I'm going to put that one on mine. You can if you'd like. It's good for us. It's not just give in to everything we want, whenever we want it, immediately when we want it. It's good. Self-control is of the spirit. It's good. It's helpful. Hello, Bible. Yeah, Bible again. <laughs> Absolutely. And grace. There we go. Grace comes over. Yep. Obedience fits there too. Yep. Obedience. Bring it over. Yep. Forgiving. Right. I was hoping we would get to that one. Forgive ourselves. And we must. Can we put fun in there? Kind of goes to the joy, but joy, fun, smiles, right? All work and no play makes Christians dull. I think that's a saying somewhere. Should be. How do we. Maybe healing? Could healing be put in there for us? Ways that we seek to love ourselves by seeking, heading towards healing? I'm going to put purpose there again. Comes from God, but like Hope said, that's super important for us to feel a sense of direction and purpose. Study. Yeah, study, right. Learn something. Grow. Stretch. Self care, great, yeah. Maybe stretching. Hmm. <laughs> we were just stretching out in my backyard today. A couple of Strattons lined up doing stretches in the sunlight. That was fun. That's probably not what you meant, but. They meant like intellectually stretching ourselves, is it? <laughs> then perfect. <laughs> we loved ourselves well this morning, Strattons. <laughs> Our creaky bones. <laughs> Exercise, yeah. Nutrition, right? Maybe some of those physics. We are bodies. Sleep, 
I know we said rest, but those aren't necessarily the same thing. Say again? Andy said nature. Nature. Yeah, get out and camp, folks. Get in nature. Balance of social time and downtime, quiet time. Yeah, yeah, balance, balance and time. Okay. They're great. These are great lists. What I'd like you to do now is going to take just a minute. And I want you to go back through all these words, and I want you to circle just one or two. You have to limit it. I should say one, but I'm being nice because it's going to be hard to pick just one. But circle one or two things in each category that have jumped off the page to you this morning. And obviously, we have a million things we all want to work on. We're not trying to do that. We're trying to say, where are we heading today? And so it has to be focused. Circle maybe one thing, two tops in each of the three areas of our life. your time. Whatever came to mind first, that's where you went first. We'll leave it with that. I'd like to pray one more prayer for us here. This is um, a prayer by Thomas Merton. So if you'd bow with me and just let me pray this for us and read this for us, then we'll, we'll finish this, this together. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my struggles alone. Amen. Amen. I'd like you to take the words you picked in a circle and just put them into a sentence at the bottom. That's the last part of this. So I have trust in my God category, I have Bible in relationship to others, and I have boundaries in relationship to myself. So a mission for me or a calling from me would be, God, I feel you calling me to deepen my trust in you, share scripture with people, and learn the boundaries that you want from me. One sentence, one thought, one calling. But we can't have one calling that says, God, I feel you want me to pray more. No, because then what about loving neighbor yourself? It has to include all these things. So if you're able, take a minute and just put it into one sentence for what the Holy Spirit is calling us to do right now.
thing to write at the bottom. It's just a name or two. Honestly, it's, it's the easiest part of it all, but it's the key to success. Yeah. Write the name of one or two people that will be your teammates in accomplishing this calling. These are the people you're going to call on Wednesday or talk to on Wednesday or sit across the breakfast table with on Wednesday and be like, how's it going? Without teamwork, without accountability, we will guarantee not follow through. Life is too busy. Satan's too smart. We're too weak. You need teammates. Write the name of a person or two that you're going to talk about this with. I'm going to say one more prayer and then we'll have the music team come up and we'll close with a song. This one's unattributed. I don't know who wrote this prayer, but it's beautiful. So from this saint's pen to our ears this morning, uh, please pray with me. Lord, I know that you love me and that you have great plans for me, but sometimes I am overwhelmed by the thought of my future. Show me how to walk forward one day at a time. And as I explore the various options which lie before me, help me to listen openly to others and to pay attention to what is in the depth of my own heart. In this way, may I hear your call to a way of life which will allow me to love as only I can and allow me to serve others with the special gifts you have given me. Amen. This is for you. This is for you to follow through on. This is specific words from God for you to build on. Please don't lose this paper. Take a picture of it maybe. Keep it in your phone. Hang it on your fridge. Put it next to your Bible. Don't miss the opportunity to say, I actually feel like God is calling me in a very specific way right now. And it could be for a week or a month or a year or a season. Don't care. But I know for today, these are the steps that he's called me to. And I promise you, if you follow him in these ways, then the answer to that top, you know, where am I heading? is going to be right where Jesus is leading you. And you will see beautiful things down that road. So as we head towards communion, we celebrate our commitment to him. Please be thinking about these things, right? As we close with song, worship the God that's going to help us with these things. But please take this to heart. 
as more than human thoughts, but actually as God's word to us this morning. 